Hello! Welcome to Talking Utter Slot, the slot car podcast. My name is Scott Brownlee. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and self-confessed chassis shaver, Pedro. Hello, everybody. We start with a quote attributed to the actress Bo Derek. Whoever said money can't buy you happiness simply didn't know where to go shopping. This week, both of us, coincidentally, went shopping at the same shop, but not at the same time. We'll be talking about the joys of visiting an actual model shop with stuff on the shelves begging to be bought. Who succumbed and what did they buy? All will be revealed later. We'll also be discussing what has caught our eye in the slot car news, my latest adventure in slot racing, spoiler alert, I didn't win, and having loudly proclaimed our Ban B.O. campaign, the campaign to ban box opening videos on YouTube, we'll be having a box opening. (laughs) Of course... With this being more radio than TV, there's no video. Instead, and hopefully more entertainingly, if not informatively, Pedro will unwrap something he's bought, waxing lyrical about it, and I'll react to what I alone can see being revealed. Regular listeners will know that Pedro will see stuff on the internet, enthuse about it, and then declare he's not going to be buying one. So with that in mind, Pedro, what are you not buying this week? Can I just say... Um, I know we talked it through, but that was quite the most impressive intro. And I'm going to be working the music quite hard, I think, in between that. So that's that's the longest we've had so far. If anyone is still listening, congratulations. Also, uh, I love what you did there. I love your work mentioning Bo Derek and shopping and then talking about us going shopping. Although I was just, uh, I was more focused on picturing Bo Derek, which suddenly I I'm doing again. Modern Bo Derek or Bo Derek from a certain film? Oh, no. I know the answer. You don't have to. Almost certainly um, from yeah, 10. Because all the Tarzan film, because I think she took a top off in that. Um, but a modern one, no. Oh, that sense, that's going to make me go Google because I, I worried to think what Bo Derek looks like now. And isn't that sexist? We should move off this topic very quickly. Otherwise, we'll lose our, um, our rating with the American market. We should. We should. What? So apart from ageing film stars, what caught your eye this week? <laughs> no, uh, I wanted to go off on another one. No, uh, what caught my eye? Hmm. Well, I saw the... Um, mm. Mm, uh, and it is a... Hmm, mm. The NSR are now doing their modern Formula 22, I think they're calling it, aren't they? Their, uh, their modern F1 car, rather like their retro 8. 82 car i don't think it's the right years um they're now doing a generic formula one really rather copying polycar which of course is what got uh, the nsr socials all uppity when um some scale auto had the temerity to copy them we discussed this i'm rambling we discussed this formula one didn't we and we both kind of decided meh but it caught my eye it's not it's caught your eye. It's, uh, why though? Just because it's new, or because you like you quite like modern Formula One, don't I you? I do. You, you can confess. No one's listening. You can confess. Do you watch modern Grand Prix um, racing? My name is Pedro, and I have a habit. I will watch a Formula One race. I will quite enjoy watching a Formula One race. I've got a buddy. Yes, I have one buddy, and um, he's given up on Formula One, which I think is so sad because I think he's missing out. But he says he isn't, and. Um, I don't know. I, all the hoo-ha and the shenanigans, yeah, it's a bit tiresome. But yes, I do watch it. And no, I don't like this NSR. I didn't like the other one, the retro one, and I don't like this one. I do have 
I do possess two Polycar generic F1s, and I like them. Um, I like them so much I badgered the club into agreeing to race them. I don't know how that will turn out. We're not doing it for a few weeks, but um, it's become a class. Um, so, yeah, NSR Formulas 1's caught my eye, and here I am talking about the Polycar. What does that tell us? <laughs> and you bought one but not the other, so yeah, that's yeah. not so bad. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I just think they're... Um, I get why they're not in livery uh, because of licensing and also for club cars and all that sort of thing. And I'm sure if you've got a great track, uh, you know, club track, and there's lots of you racing them, they're probably jolly exciting. But um, I'm more of a, is it a scale model? Is it a car I like? And um, so they, they don't really but the But do the problem it. is those licenses, because um, I think that's the issue with Scholastric doing theirs. The licenses are just so expensive, though they are doing, I think, a couple this year, the Williams and the McLaren. Um, and I also believe, uh, history will prove me wrong, that NSR are doing some much closer to current liveries on these modern Formula 22s. I may be wrong there. Uh, I don't know. That's, that would be brief. It's an interesting litmus test of my kind of slot car, though. I would be more likely to buy the Skeletric McLaren or Williams than I would be the NSR, even though I know that the NSR would be much faster. So looks trump speed from my... Yeah, but Scott, we all know if you want to go faster, what do you do? Turn up the voltage! Um, I'm just feeding in the lines. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, it, it will run faster, it will be smoother, and it won't fall off the track as much as the Skelextric one will. But the, it just doesn't appeal to me. Also not appealing to me today, uh, or this week. <laughs> and I declared this, um, it's the Chinese year of Sunoco, isn't it? 2023. There's another Sunoco 512. There's definitely a conspiracy. It's uh, This is somewhere along, the, I don't know whether it's the kind of, is, it, is there some sort of copyright up? Is that what it is? Is it because of certain time parts? Anyway, there's an awful, there's an awful lot of Sunoco Ferraris all of a sudden. Or is it some kind of uh, cabal, which is a great word, um, you know, some, some deep state thing that they're all agreeing to organise and send out the Sunocos at the same time? But this is a 124th, so it's not like your slot it one. It's a 124th Sunoco, and I believe it's, uh, it has the new BRM chassis. So this will be different to the older BRM 512s. It has some kind of floating nonsense happening with the chassis. Still not tempted. That's another one I'm not going to buy. Okay, I'm going. I'm. I'm going to. This is a quest, genuine question. Does the BRM slot car company make a model of a BRM? I don't believe they do. No. Oh, this the irony! This strikes me as a huge gap in the product portfolio. Anyway, uh, what else? What else aren't you buying this week? Uh, also, not buying this week. <laughs> not, not, not in your shopping cart. Yeah. <laughs> the slot, another slotted McLaren M8D Can-Am car from oh. Laguna Seca. Laguna Seca, a track I love to run on GT Sport. Yeah, uh -huh. I haven't gone up to uh, Gran Turismo 7 yet, although I have a copy, I just don't race it. Um, uh, a day glow. Someone, did I read it? It's a, quite a vivid paint job, and somebody made the comment of um, it really kind of epitomizes the 70s, and it does, because it's, it's a big banger race car, and it's got this amazing livery on it that it just screams at you you won't have any trouble seeing that in the darker corners of your track that's for sure but i won't be buying one it's stars and stripes isn't it it's a very 
Uh, I don't. It's a version, isn't it? Well, it's, it's sort of a version of Stars and Stripes. It's red, white, and blue and stripey. So I think that can be Stars and Stripes ish. Um, it's very American, put it that way. It looks very seventies yeah. American. Evil. If evil could evil, if evil could evil drove a Can Am car, it would be that car. Um, and, and in and in the pits, he would he would pedal up to it on a chopper bicycle, um, and then put his bike stand up. Get off his chopper bicycle, uh, the American listener. Oh, I think we've got two American listeners meant to say that. Hello to both our American listeners. You know who you are. Um, but yeah, it's, thought... it's Evil Knievel, it's chopper bicycles, it's uh, what else was 70s? ABBA? Mm, yeah. I thought you were going to say one of our American listeners was Bo. That would have been a coincidence given. <gasps> oh, no, don't tell me Bo Derek listens to this nonsense. Don't, don't get put off, don't get put off. She may be listening, just you know, leave it at that. Um, <gasps> oh, no. Now I've gone all self-conscious. <laughs> there's, there's a first. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the other thing which I think we both spotted uh, sort of is the Pioneer have got yet another Mustang. Now, <gasps> Yawn. No, 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 no. Mustangs are always good, and at least with this one, looks like a Mustang. Uh, <gasps> certain other... You're going straight to hell for that one. Uh, and I think it probably performs quite well. I like uh, I like Are we talking about. Oh, no. I like pioneer cars. I have to say, um, and I know we've talked about it before. They go to what do we sweating the mold or to you know the, the asset. I, it's great. I can, the small company. I recognise why they're doing it. I do wish they would bring out something new. New. Um, I don't know what. Well, that's what I said to you. Yeah. I um I said they are working that mold until it squeals, and I think it's really squealing now. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I actually have a, I do have an itch to have a Mustang, and oh, I was I'm, never I'm, going anywhere near that thunder slot. What, what, what? Where do you think? I'm, I'm glad that sentence ended the way it did. <laughs> well, and didn't involve Bo Derek. <laughs> oh God! Come on! Come on! Come on! Focus. Two men of a certain age. Just suddenly daydreaming about Bowdoin. Anyway, um, um, don't don't lump. Me I would in that like one. to see. No, no, no. I, <laughs> good point. I would like to. Um, I would like to see them do a different model. I would like to see them do some other kind of Yank tank. Apologies what, to the American. What do you Let's 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 as a service to the slot car industry. What would we slot car gurus as we are? Uh, what would we give? What advice would we give to Pioneer for the next model? What would we want them to make? Well, I think I've betrayed in the previous episode my stunning knowledge, uh, previous two episodes, my stunning knowledge of American muscle cars in that I thought a Challenger was a Charger and a Charger was a Challenger and a Monte Carlo is something else. Um, I, I don't know, just something different. I, they do... Oh, is it the Charger is the bullet car? So they do that one. Um I'd like a Trans Am. Trans Am. I do like a Trans Am. Like one with a Firebird on it, what I would call a um, Burt Reynolds Trans Am. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think I, we just lost... I think we just lost the two American listeners as I said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, it's a very. You can tell their age. The fact that we're talking about Bo Derek and Burt Reynolds, younger listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Google is available. These are all ancient film stars. But that we good. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, but I wouldn't buy one. I'd like them to do it, but I wouldn't buy one. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, you're allowed one more. You wouldn't buy what? What one more thing wouldn't you buy this week? What that caught my eye. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Well, um, that I wouldn't buy. Well, there's one more that I might buy. 
since oh, we've Oh, no. Been... Shock, 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 yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, well, uh, the slot car retailers across the globe are poised to fulfill <laughs> your order. <laughs> get that parcel ready. Get some uh, bubble yeah, wrap. Yeah. He's going to commit. He's going to say, he's going to say. The Revo Slot Alpha. I need a Revo Slot Alpha 132nd in my life. I have a BRM uh, 124th Alpha in my life, and it's it's brought me much joy. Um, but I need a 132nd. And they... They announced some new liveries, and I put it on our show notes as, uh, oh, my God, more fantasy shenanigans. This will not do. But then uh, pre-recording, we chatted and discovered that the Kent livery that they're planning to do is, in fact, a genuine thing. It raced at Spa in 73, I think it was, and also as a sort of old-timer in the 24-hour at the Nürburgring. So it's a genuine livery. It looks quite nice, and I'm slightly annoyed that I missed the first uh, tranche of alphas that they released. So I think I need, I need, need. to have one of these. Yeah. You feel the need. Um, I think this we should mark though that that's a real occasion where, for talking utter slot, we did the research before recording the show rather than after. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so this is just evolution. This is an evolution process. Um, I'm uh, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Revo Slot Alpha, uh, and again, a bit of a trend here. If I could find that livery on a Fly Alpha, and I think they did it way back when, um, I would snap that up. Uh, it would be slower, but I think it would look better. Um, no, so. so I've got confused almost immediately. We're 14 minutes in, and I've got confused partly because I'm listening out for my washing machine to start beeping in a moment. Um Oh, there it goes. On cue. Absolutely. Such, such a professional with my timings. It's amazing. Um, oh, it's probably going to beep again in a minute, but I'll leave it. Um, no, I'm confused. You would buy the fly, but yes. not the Revo slot. Yes. Because it's mm. pretty. It's pretty. Yeah, but and... so is the Revo slot. Pretty. Well, yeah. And no, it will run well because it hasn't got the motor in the front, which is a stupid thing. Yeah, but it's a bit do. too low. It doesn't look as right as a model put it that way i think it's just me I, you know i'm mm, weird i'm weird that way I, but there you go yep i will agree there's possibly more of a die cast look to the fly i.e it's possibly more accurate and just nicer but it does have the motor in the front and that's just stupid 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 no it's love i've got one in the red livery with the white roof is it from memory um, oh the red one with the white roof yeah that I one remember. the famous red one with the white roof and it uh either the washing machine's getting persistent or we're being edited it, live one of the two <laughs> it is very do you want to go and deal? Do you want to go and deal with your uppity washing? Why don't you talk to the listeners and I will go? No, I think that'll be it. I don't think there'll be another beep, beep, beep. Apologies. This is so unprofessional, Scott. It's not my washing machine. <laughs> oh, no, right. no, no, no. I'm saying I'm. I'm just spreading the blame. You have to take fifty okay. percent of it. 50% of the blame of not talking over the washing machine. Okay, in that case, that's fine. Shall we move on to um, me going racing? Uh, yes. Shall we have okay. some kind of intro to that? Uh, well, Scott, did you go racing? I went racing. Uh, and this yeah. is a kind of one race begets another. So uh, I went to Worthing several weeks ago. Uh, and there was a number of people, and that was good fun. And one of the chaps there was uh, David. And then I went to another club, which was local to me a few weeks after that. And 
by coincidence, except it wasn't really, because it turns out he lives quite close to me. I didn't know that at the time. Uh, he was there as well, and uh, he had some folks around to his place, because he's got a very nice, and I want to emphasise the very and the nice, four-lane polycar track in uh, his house, which is oh. fantastic fantastic track and uh he invited a bunch of folk round uh, on easter saturday uh, and so there was a few people i'd met before most of them uh, i didn't know a couple sort of knew from way back when with early days of slot forum but the long story was there was about a dozen of us and we were there for the afternoon and we raced uh, sideways gt3 is one class uh, and we raced Skeletrix Group E, so BMW, Sierras, Rovers, um, which David had prepared, so they were all the same. Pretty much, he tested them to be pretty much identical lap times, and we had to pick and we could just vary which car we used. Uh, and so it gave me the excuse to buy a sideways GT3 because I hadn't got one. Uh, so I picked a very pretty blue one because I have a soft spot shame, for blue cars. Shame on you for not having one already. I well, think that was a big gap in your collection, young man. Well, you know, it's now it's filled now, sort of thing. So, uh, although it does mean that my GT3 class and my own little racing has now got one very dominant car, nearly the sideways. The Carreras are never going to keep keep up with that. But um, and then when we so that was good, and I I came um, not last, nearly last, but not last. But that's fine. And then when we raced the Group A cars, which were no magnet and a bit slower, a bit more top heavy and all that sort of thing. And on polycar, and I've got polycar, so that kind of familiar with it all. Uh, I did better. Uh, and in fact, I won one of the heats. And I won the heat racing the Bastos Rover, which delighted, delighted me no end. Bastos, it was absolutely, Bastos, Bastos, yeah, it, Bastos. Was, it was meant to be. And, um, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not bitter at all, but I was leading another race with the Bastos Rover. <laughs> Uh, and of course two, you were. two Sierras ganged up on me, and I ended up not leading the race. Um, that, may, that may be maybe a lack of skill on my part, but I'm blaming the Ford Sierras because you know you are. cheating masters. Anyway, um, <laughs> if in no, doubt, uh, blame the Ford Sierras. There's no T-shirt for us. Blame the Ford Sierras. They ruined the BTCC. And, no, 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 I'm joking. Um, but it was. We had a great afternoon. As I say, lovely track, and it was nice to. I mean, there's some guys there who were so quick. Uh, he had a really nice line, uh, which was that slot cars were simple. The round things have to be round, and the straight things have to be straight. And I looked quizzically at the the young chap who said this to me. And of course, it made sense in the wheels and the axles, you know, they need to be round and the axles need to be straight. And if you get all of that right, and you would think, well, isn't that a, that a given? Well, anybody who remembers buying old SCX cars will know that axles are <laughs> seldom straight and wheels very often not round. And indeed, sideways GT3 cars, front wheels. Not the roundest things in the world, it must be said. Uh, I mean, the guys I was racing, I mean, I took mine out the box and raced it. Uh, I lubed it a bit, but that was it. They had been turning aluminium wheels and putting the inserts in and all sorts of things to get the, the front axle. But that's what makes the car go faster, and they can exploit that, so that's great. No, no, sorry, stop. Stop. stop, stop, stop. They'd made their own aluminum wheels. No, I think they, it was aftermarket sort of better wheels, which they had then turned ah. the the model's wheel down so they could get the inserts to go into the wheel so that it looked proper rather than just a, a dustbin. Can you, 
can you see that puzzled look on my face again? The insert comes out of a, a sideways. Plastic. Not easily, not easily. Uh, I gather because oh. um, uh, again, not to go into too much. Detail, mine arrived missing a oh. one front wheel insert. Uh, and I say they fall out easily enough. Well, <laughs> the I spoke to the the retailer who very kindly said. We have tried to get one off another car, and they seem to be well glued on. So they're going to send me another entire yeah. wheel. So, um, so yeah, but you know, real thing. But so there was um, lots of preparation, lots of good fun. We were there for about six hours. It was great. So for you know, I started the year by saying I don't go racing, and I've been to clubs about six times, and it's only Easter. So uh, there you go. I'm going to have to. You're doing a full that. on. Uh, you're doing a full on tour of the nation. Oh, clubs. that's yeah. There's a there's a there's a tour T-shirt, isn't it? There's a tour mm. slot slots on tour. Um, well, I've already written down several T-shirt possible. Um, okay, the merch legend, legends today. If the merch, yeah. Is it time? Is it time for us to visit the merch store? This is a virtual merch store, listener. It no <laughs> only exists in our heads. <laughs> it's it's the the value for money on our merch store is off the scale because it costs you <laughs> costs you nothing. What? <laughs> What's what's the new what's the new T-shirt this week? What we have? Well, I've already. Re- oh well, in the pre-show, uh-huh. um, the the thing about the printing one. Shall I say that? Because it was it. your line, I believe. No, I can't. Three D, three D printing a fad that's clearly passed. <laughs> this and other er- erroneous forecasts on talking at a slot. Yeah. Well, the, the reason we said that was we, having seen a spate, is that the right word, of 3D printed things, there didn't seem to be any recently. So um, No, it's all... clearly, it's a bubble that's burst, Scott, a bubble that has burst. Bubble that's burst, yeah, it's a fad, mm. just a fad. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was me, bubbles. that was me going racing, and I used my new uh, True Speed controller for the first time. Oh, how'd you get on with that? I twiddled my knobs, and uh, I'm... I'm sure it made a difference, but apps, you know. We've already discussed Bo Derek. Let's not go back there. <laughs> exactly. No, it was love. I have no. Have to be very careful. What impressed me most, uh, because literally this is the first time I used it because I can't use it at home, uh, and it was a new car on a new track. So you know, blah blah blah. But the smoothness of the trigger action there you go. is just ah, oh, lovely, absolutely lovely. So hold up, hold up, because. Mm. Um, I've got an issue. The trigger action, yeah, the trigger action is smooth. How could it not be? I suppose it could be clunky, but um, it's just the power delivery of the thing that amazed me and continues to amaze me. It's just so the car is so smooth. Never mind the trigger; the car is so smooth in the corners. Don't you think? Uh, well, um, I suppose in the fact that I won one of the Group E races is probably evidence Boom. of that. But but the, yeah. but um, I think the I, I need to wire it up to my home t- or a track I'm familiar with because everything was new, new controller, new car, new track. So mm. I was I was being cautious, but and I'm probably not the guy who's going to notice. You know, the guys who I was racing against, who racing against the guys who I was in a race at the same time as. No, those Sierra boys mugged you. You were racing them, and they mugged you. That's true. That's true. No, but the mm. uh, in the GT, I mean, they were like two laps. You know, they were beaten, oh. they were way ahead. Uh, mm. So uh, they would probably be able to tell. But I was, you know, I was just, I was hanging on. That was what I was doing. So you mentioned the trigger action, mm. and I immediately 
picked up this small piece of plastic, which listeners can see very clearly on the screen right now. <laughs> and um, an audio description for you. He's holding up what looks like a piece of sellotape that says bag. No. Oh, it does say bag, doesn't it? Actually, no, it says rag, doesn't it? Well, whatever. Um, but can you see what's inside? I hold it no. still. Okay. No, yeah, because you're holding it still would be good. Yeah. Two, uh, <laughs> two springs. No. Two springs. springs for a true speed controller. Because although you say the the action is very good, I have found the action on mine just to be too good. And it's just there's not enough resistance in the trigger. So, Sorry. so we're saying what? something something can be too good. That. <laughs> yeah, the smoothness of that trigger is too good. I mean, uh, I do. I'm impressed by the True Speed brand. There's customer service, yada yada yada. But that trigger is just too smooth for me because I'm an insensitive sort, I suppose. Um, and so I've tightened it up as far as it'll go, and it's still too insensitive. So I've purchased from Mr. True Speed two spare springs, and I'm going to experiment with restricting their springiness um, and see if I can't tighten up the action a little bit. Huh. So the, no. so. Th so are you so they offer different strengths of spring just for the trigger? No, they? no, they don't. They offer one strength of spring, and okay. so I'm I've bought two spares, and I'm going to just kind of restrict the movement on one or yeah on possibly two of them, and substitute those in, and just see if I can tighten things up a bit. Okay, we look forward to hearing how that goes. Mm. You know, everything I'm saying right now, I want to reference Bo Derek as well. This is bad. This is We're going to lose our PG rating. Sorry. This is true. Let's move on to going shopping. Yeah, we went shopping, didn't we? We went shopping. Oh, no, that doesn't move us on because you mentioned Bo Derek about shopping. So, Well, that was actually, you know, I just, I did, I turned to Google for an interesting quote about shopping and Bo Derek came up. So, Yeah, you um, know, I'm going to turn to Google for an interesting thing about Bo Derek. <laughs> <laughs> So just Anywho, a reminder, you went, it, you went shopping. I went, well, it said, whoever said money can't buy you happiness simply didn't know where to go shopping. And we went to the same shop. which At different should, times. At different times, uh, which was Gage Master down in uh, near Arundel in Sussex, which is uh, somewhere I was out visiting and is not far from where you happen to be. Uh, and now, if, now, most people will never have been to Gage Master. They're actually very big in model railways. And the shop is really a, their warehouse. It's the front showroom on the warehouse. Um, and they've got so, I mean, they must have everything for model railways of every scale. Lots of, and it's great. I mean, for sort of toy model freaks like you and I, it's a lovely thing to visit because they've got a layout and there's just so much stuff that you can see. But they also do slot cars and Airfix and Tamiya, etc. Um, and the slot car corner, for, for such as it is, uh, has got Fly, Skeletrix, Carrera, SCX, uh, I think a bit of Polycar. Thunderslot. Uh, did you not see the Thunderslot Mustang? Thund Let's not I, mention the Thunderslot Mustang. I did see the, th the Thunderslot supposed Mustang. Um, yeah. So I went in uh, for a bit of a smooch round, uh, thinking I probably would get a Carrera 935, because I haven't got That's, a Carrera. Uh, okay, uh, I think you were about to tell us, and I'm sorry I jumped in there, but this is interesting to me. Why did you think Carrera 935? Because I've got lots of Fly 935s. I've got old SCX Strokes Electrics 935s. Uh, I've got sideways 935s. I've even got a Scalotto 935. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have a Carrera one. That's 
bit of a lie because I've got the Moby Dick, but I haven't got the the standard kind of short key, the, the classic 935 uh, Porsche. And and I'm kind of curious. I was curious to know what it was like. You know, the sort of same thing by different people. What's the difference? Um, and this recently they'd announced delivery, which is a light blue uh, with Mambo sponsorship. I have no idea what Mambo is, uh, but it's Italiano. Ma- of course, yeah. Well, I don't. Who sang that? Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Shall we have a short rendition? No. Um, anyway, I, I was sort of semi resist I'd been resisting for a few weeks, and I thought, well, I'll get that, I'll get that. And then on the shelf, I picked it up. I thought, yes, it's lovely. But they also had the BMW M1. And I haven't, I've got lots of fly ones of those. I've got lots of XCX mm-hmm. ones of those. I thought, well, maybe mm-hmm. I should get one of those. That looks nice. Mm-hmm. And then down on a lower shelf, I spotted a Jägermeister 935. And mm. absolutely, between, you know, if you were going to have one 935, having a Jägermeister one would be the way to go. But I've already got a couple of them. So I stuck with the Mambo. But I also had a look at the Skeletric stuff. And, and the reason I was going to the rambling on about all of this is I thought it was, there's that child. I've got my pocket money. You know, I've got I've got money for I've got money for sweets, and I've gone into the <laughs> shop and everything's there. But I can only spend my money once. And there's all these things I could have, and which one am I going to have? And although I went in going, I want this. I you know, I flirted with the M1. I flirted with the Jägermeister. I even looked at the Skeletric stuff, and you no, know, maybe I'll have another VW van. All these things. But anyway, I oh, ended no. up. I ended up coming out with what I, uh, I sort of went in for. Uh, and I was delighted because when I got it home and I opened it up and found out there's uh, several miles of wire and circuit <laughs> boards and I don't know how much. It's, I honestly thought, uh, when I when I took it apart, I thought this is a digital car that's been missold in a normal box. There was so much <laughs> circuitry in there. Anyway, I rummaged through it all, finally found the magnet screw, undid all that because points to take the magnets out uh, and when I stuck it on the track it was a it whizzed round and now it's it's not as quick as the sideways car it weighs 20 grams more so that's up in, in holy cow does it yeah, really I mean, it, yeah which is about 25 percent more so it's a fairly big weight penalty probably Yikes. most of it in, in superfluous wiring but anyway um it it handled really well it's got a huge big long guide it'll bat around my track endlessly and I can you know, abuse it or drive it smoothly. I just loved it. Um, and I say I got to be within about half a second of the sideways car. So in terms of did it deliver me joy? Did I in, did I derive pleasure from my purchase? It absolutely hit the nail on the head. So that's what I bought. Um, and But what did you, did you succumb? I um, no, um, I find it weird <laughs> That... There's, no one list- There's no one listening. You can confess no, to me. It's all, all right. They've, they've all turned that. off now because it's just grubbiness now. It's just not. This isn't about slot cars. Um, I lost it. Um, I find it weird that y- you and I were both in the same neck of the woods at the same similar sort of time. I mean, I think probably at least 72 hours between our visits. But and, th- and in fairness, there aren't that many shops in the south of England that actually carry slot stuff. But I think it's weird that we were both going to the same place and that we both kind of had the same idea because I had gone along 
I had looked at slotcarpassion.com, great website, um, and seen that there was a, oh no, was it Slotcar today? Not sure. I'd looked at one of those two. And um, other, other slot card websites are available, <laughs> but are they? I mean, those two are the best for sure. Uh, I don't ooh, get a kick. Ooh. I don't get a kickback yet. Um, I had seen the nine one seven Cavera uh, and looked at it and just thought it was a stunningly bland livery to do. It's basically yellow with a number on, and that's it. And I just thought. Why on earth would you do? And suddenly I was kind of curious, but although I didn't like that car, I was thinking, you know what? It's been a while since I bought a Cavera and I like my, I liked my old DTMs and I liked my Ferrari 512. I've still got both of those. They they haven't made it into the um, eBay box. Um, so I put along to uh, Gage Master thinking I might just look at Caveras. The thing is, I had already pulled the trigger on an order for uh, on an order with Mr. Sean Pendle of Lancashire, and I had a Carrera on it en route to me. So when I went to Gage Master, all I bought was a motor mount for a Polycar F1. But I looked at, uh, and I was sore tempted by that uh, car, the very car that you purchased, because it was only about forty quid, wasn't it? There she blows, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just describe the scene to you. He's <laughs> waving around a blue 935 in front of the camera. And it's very pretty, although he's got quite fat fingers and you can't see much of it. But there you go. <laughs> Anywho, unboxing. Yes, yes. So this, I think you've given a hint there. It's a Carrera. You said you'd ordered a Carrera from Pendles. Yes, that, I ordered so a Policar you... and a Carrera. So oh, it was a two-get-two right. right. so two deal. Now, um, for those who hadn't listened to the last episode, we decided, I decided, we're sort of fed up of seeing people unboxing things on video and reading out the country of origin and all that sort of stuff. If you like that sort of thing, great, but, you know, just buy the box. Anyway, um, so we said, let's... <laughs> let's just buy the box. box buy, yeah, don't bother about that. I'm sure boxes are all the same. But... Um, we wanted to ban box opening videos semi-seriously and lightheartedly. So the very next episode will come along, and what does he tell me? He wants to open a box. <laughs> live, uh, on live, air, I will live. open a box. So last week we had live Googling. This week is live box opening. So we discussed how best to do this, given that this is effectively radio. And <laughs> some of, you know, uh, so the, you're not going to be able to see what he's talking about. Um and we thought in the spirit of truly great radio broadcasts of the past, you know, sort of descriptions of, you know, the Normandy landings or the Queen's uh, coronation or, you or know, any one of, of the number, worlds. Or War of the, War of the Worlds. Do it in the style of War of the Worlds. No. Uh, so Pedro is, <laughs> Pedro is now going to talk us through himself opening a box. If there's any more self-indulgent podcasting, I've yet to hear it. <laughs> This will drag the viewers in, Scott, I guarantee it. So here we have a box. And I, I've realized that uh, there isn't much space between my microphone and the camera on my lappy toppy, so we won't be able to necessarily work well, particularly need to, well. But you need to describe you, what I am waving at the box, at the, at the camera there, Scott. 
Well, it, it's a Carrera box. It's one of those large Carrera boxes. They're very sturdy because, let's face it, Carrera, bo- Carrera cars are very sturdy. Um, I believe their boxes weigh 20 grams more than uh, sideways boxes. I would easily, I should think. I, I mean, after you know, that after a nuclear war, Carrera boxes will be used as habitation. So, uh, and it's still got the seals. Have you not even broken the quality assurance seal? No, I haven't. Actually, that's going to be a bugger, isn't it? Live on air, I'm going to really struggle with that. We might have to do an edit here because my fingernails will get through that. There'll be some gentle music while (laughs) Peter tries to open the box. Oop, done it. Oop, done it. There we go. So, So, uh, just so you know, that's on the left hand side. On the left hand side, side. there is a sticker that says Carrera. I'm now going to turn to the right hand side, uh, and there's a sticker that says Carrera. Amazing. Let me just uh, break my fingernails on that. So that's our the Aust- stickers on either side. Undone. Our, our Austrian listener is going to be so proud of this moment. Oh, it's going to be spitting feathers. So uh, if I look down on the box. Yeah, what do you see? Uh, well, I see through the box, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crystal case. Uh, there is, there is so I can look down on it and I can see what's inside. Marvellous. Okay. Marvellous. If I turn it upside down, can you see that? Uh-huh. I can't yes. see what's in the box. Well, you yeah. can because there's a label that tells you. So to be, to well, be there's fear. a label, but I can't see what's on the box. Anyhow, I'm going to open the box. The box, oh, the car, yeah. I can tell listeners that the car is mostly white with blue. <laughs> a live lid crashing open. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, did the mic pick that up? I yes. So look at that. Look at the beauty of that. Oh. What, 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 what are you holding up, Peter? Tell the listeners well, what you're holding up. So here's up. the thing. I don't like beamers, but this <laughs> this is a BMW M1 Pro Car, Denim, denim. Oh, and it's really well attached to the box. Just talk about yourselves while I undo the screw. I I noticed the same thing with that 935. I I mean I I'm a fairly big bloke, and I, I strained to get that undone. I don't know what they torque them up to, but bloody hell, not as bad as the old SCX uh, car to plinth fixing. Things which were a nightmare. Oh, the digital ones with the little lever that you can't quite get at. Well, it was all the old. Oh, yeah, they they have changed that, haven't they? But the old ones used to be rubbish as well. So, yeah, I don't like BMW, um, but I do have something like 13 or 14 fly BMWs. I believe they may have done this livery, but um, I thought since I I suddenly had a bee in my bonnet about trying Carrera again. I thought I'd go with this. And it is a sweetly pretty model, I have to say. I mean, I would say that as a model is every bit as good as um, a fly. I mean, the rear of it is just peachy. Nicely I, I, detailed. Yeah, I'm a Carrera fan, so I, you won't get me. I think they do some nice stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I'm very happy with the looks of that. But I was thinking to myself... Um, I, I almost unboxed it, not live on air, because I, I think sometimes, Scott, when they do their unboxings, they're fake. And they're oh! actually already unboxing. You know, I'm not going to name know. names, but I, no. I think some of them, yeah, I don't, yeah, it's not genuine. Although Dave Slaughter was genuine the other day, wasn't it, when he started commenting on the Twix box that it came in. That was fantastic. Um, <laughs> but I started getting nervous that maybe having... Uh, Harry did a thing on the AMG, the big, uh, the big red AMG, and the wheels were weird, weren't they? The hubs are—you can't fit a Euro standard trademark applies um, tire to that. 
and I'm suddenly slightly panicking that this is going to have weird um, hubs, which will be a slight disappointment because I understand that Carrera tyres are a bit ropey. Oh, there's a number of things to pick up on there, aren't there? I think that, um, not unlike their friends down in Margate, I think the can make unique tyres for each model. So I don't think they're necessarily... Why do they do that, though? Well, because they're making thousands of them and they may as well make the tyres to go with the wheel to go with the car. I don't know. But Um, don't they understand if they made them Euro standard, they wouldn't, you know, they could cut out some moulding, tooling. No, really, because they still they still have to make the tire. They can't they can't use somebody else's tire more cost effectively than making their own. Um, so they're going to be making a mould for a wheel and a tire anyway. And if they make so, take the nine three five for example. The wheel is, if anything, probably a little large and a little low profile, but it's very. It's sexy and what it was. You compare that to say slot it. Now I know slot it don't do a nine three five, but um slot it wheels on the group C car, for example. It's one of my few gripes with slot it is the wheels are just a little bit small from a scale point of view. And I'm sure it's because oh, they go they go better as a slot car, I have no doubt about that. But as from a scale point of view, they're just a little bit small. So it comes down to that question. Do you make a scale model that happens to be a slot car and that goes well enough? Or are you making a model race car that has to kind of look like something? And I think that's I think that's the the fork in the road that all slot car manufacturers kind of have to go down, isn't it? And then the ones who, who make the best compromise, there's probably a graph. If we were a video... I would be plotting a graph at this point. There's probably a compromise that says scale accuracy up one axis and performance along the other. And, you know, it's not that you could have one, you could only have one or other. You can have bits of both. And I would see somebody like Scale Auto, Slot It, these are the guys who have the the best combination of um, sideways, yeah, they have the best combination of performance and scale looks. But there you go, that's just me. No, it's not just you. It's you and me. I agree with you entirely. Um, yeah, so I just ripped off the uh, rubberware on one of these hubs, and I was very disappointed to re- discover that it's got a massive shoulder on the hub. So there's no Euro standard tire going on that, which is a bit of a disappointment. But uh, I'll see if I can't true these up somehow. Um, certainly put some... Uh, lubricant on them and keep them and get them super soft and see how she goes once i've got the uh the magnet is it just the one magnet nowadays because i remember two, it, two is it there's one yeah. hidden in the midships is there mm. yeah buried under all the circuitry the other thing which and please do this if you can and i know you haven't got a track at home yet so it's not so easy but takes lap times straight away um because i i put the timer on just for the sake of it every time i'm running the car the early laps were the fastest I ever did with this car, uh, and it lost a few tenths of a second thereafter, even though I was trying to drive it better. And I think that's partly the grip from the tyres, so brand new, they're probably a little bit grippier. Also, and I, this is a theory rather than a... a the, the edge, the wall, that, that sort of sharp edge of the tyre, is possibly where a lot of the grip, particularly on polycar, comes from. So as the car rolls slightly, it's kind of sitting on that edge. And I don't think it takes much to kind of just blunt that edge. 
uh, and therefore you lose a little bit of that ultimate bite. That's, um, if I may be polite, quite a mad theory. Is that okay? Well, like I say, I don't do slot well, card tuning. Well, uh, as part of my slot card tuning, I would generally roll the edge off of a tire. Oh, okay. There you go. So that it so that it doesn't dig in, but mm -hmm. it rolls a bit. That's just what there you I go. Do. Um, but this, is I'm still, this is why I don't win slot car races. <laughs> no, but you did well. I think the front of this thing looks bob on. I'm really pleased with this. I mean, I've been peering at it through the box, through the crystal box um, display case uh, for days now, waiting to get my sticky paws on it. And I am not, um, not disappointed with this. I suspect I might be disappointed with the way it runs, but as a model. So it is the Denim um, denim aftershave one, which has got a lot of very subtle white stripage uh, on the flanks. And it all looks, to my dodgy eyes, pretty punchy. I don't think they're using decals, are they? They're tampo printing. So that's definitely paint. Um, everything looks really sharp from the edges of the model and the arches to um, to the Gerhard Schneider Freiburg uh, logo at the back. I'm really pleased with that. Because this only costs 40 quid. Uh, it says Gerhard Schneider Freiburg. I don't know if that's um, who raced it. Well, is this a DTM car or is this a pro car or what? I don't know. I th I think it would be the pro car series, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, wouldn't it then have a racing driver's name on it somewhere? I think this is. Um, it would have, it would done if they pay the license, but you'll notice it doesn't say Goodyear on the tyres either. Uh, it looks like it does. Was it actually? Oh no, it says Carrera. <laughs> there you go. So we're back to licenses being quite expensive. Yeah, we've come full circle. That I am really pleased with. Sorry to keep I, on and on. No, now well, I've actually I'm, got I'm, my mitts on it. It's like genuine enthusiasm. Yeah, it's, it's not fake. It's not, but, you st but you still don't like BMWs. I still don't like BMWs. No, they're rubbish. <laughs> Ultimate what? driving machine. My yeah. It's uh, it's a shame that we didn't get together to try our two Carreras on the track at the same time. But there we go. It Be is. Better planning. Better planning. I'm such. Uh, an alien retentive person, I wouldn't run mine. I won't run that one for a bit. I'm not going to do run it and time it. I don't have a track to do that one. I'm going to um, I'm going to blueprint that one, mate. That will be properly tuned and fettled. I'll take it down to the Oxford uh, Centre for Technical Excellence and Speed, my shed, uh, and I will work some magic on that, and it will be an absolutely appalling performer by the time I finish with it. <laughs> <laughs> take, a, take a perfectly good car and make it worse. Um, yeah. Well, uh, if it makes you happy, if it makes you happy, that's what it's all about. Um, it's a song as well. Well, I think so. Well, I think I think the live unboxing on radio that worked. Wasn't, wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was pretty poor. We have to listen back. We had the advantage. I had the advantage of seeing the thing in my hands. You could see it occasionally on the camera. But the poor, those two Americans that are listening into this, they're just like, what? Uh, uh, I don't know what he's got in his hand. Actually, that was a completely bad American accent as well. And after last week's uh, high what? point of your, yeah, your, your Sean Connery was, I think, award winning. The, um, <laughs> We probably ought to, we probably ought to head to some sort of climax. Don't mention Bo Derek. Oh no! Too late, too late. Outrageous. Um, I am looking forward in the next day or two to going to a swap meet uh, at Orpington. Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, whether we publish this before or after Orpington, uh, it's really in the hands of, <laughs> of the gods. But anyway, we'll find out. Uh, so I like that one because it's quite old school. There's lots of uh, there's new stuff, but there's lots of old stuff and spears and tires and it's all it's quite a good good rummaging thing. So I'm already looking forward to that on Sunday. Uh, and talking of swap meets and slot car gatherings, uh, the big uh, the big meeting at Gaydon, which I think it officially is called the UK Slot Car Festival, Festival. Is, that mm-hmm. um, is only something like six weeks away, I think. That's uh, quite so, a way. Oh, six weeks at our age, flies past. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's sort of time you have to wait for a doctor's appointment. So, uh, no, I'm, and I'm. I'm quite excited about that. And I was at the minute, not that anybody's asked me, I'm sort of going, yeah, I'm going for one day. One day will be enough. I'm going for one day. I'm Hell's star- fine. I, I, you, you, you would contemplate going for two days. Well, I'm starting to go, maybe I should find a cheap hotel and stay up and go for two Oh, days. my Lord, that sweetie money in your pocket is really burning a hole, isn't it? Well, it's all gone on a nice blue Porsche. But I think it's, it's, it's you know, these things only happen, well, once every six months. But um, so... Mm. I'm lo- I'm looking forward to that. But the Gaiden one is um it's quite a thing, I think. It is quite a thing. As is it it's really nice like going to Gagemaster. Um just seeing stuff in the flesh. I think that their slot cars it's pushed into the corner by all the um choo choo stuff. But um it's nice just to see it because we were bo- we both said uh that we contemplated the Hemi Cuda the Skelectric mm-hmm. Hemi Cuda, um, Levi's sponsored one, is it? Well, you know, just seeing it in the flesh, it was like, oh, I could buy that. Um, and then you look underneath and there's something else. You go, oh, I could buy that. And then you look again and there's the Thunder Slot Mustang and you go, I'm not buying that. <laughs> did, you wander, did you wander around the foreign train section? Uh, because if you did, you would have found a small Skelectric layout, basically the shape of Brands Hatch Club Circuit. I did. Which had and on two NSR Fiat's. Two NSR Fiat's. And did yeah. you race? Did you race with the. No, I, I was the only person in the shop on the Sunday, apart from three members of staff who, bless them, I salute them. They were excellent. They were of a certain age. They were slightly older than us. And um, I think I disturbed their chat. Uh, and it was quite amusing. <laughs> bless them. I, I, I really felt it was part of the charm of visiting. Um, but I saw that track, and I was quite surprised to see the Abarth on the on the on the circuit. Little known fact here: uh, I when they launched the Biposto, was it Abarth Biposto? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I won some kind of competition, and I went hurtling around the actual brands hatching one of those. And my God, it was a fun experience! Amazing right. car, yeah. Well, I did. I did race with my other half, uh, and I'm pleased to report that um, he beat me comprehensively. <laughs> oh, and you, was... you went before me, and that would explain the big dent and the breakage on the Arbath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you could have got it nicely set up because you can lap completely flat out uh, when you just plant the throttle, and these things. Really? Out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But that's great because if there's kids, if there's kids in the shop. They don't want to be thinking, oh, I can't do this. They could just pull the throttle and this thing rattles around this track. And uh, so, no, good good on them, I think. I think I first saw that when they had their open day last year. I mean, it may be older than that. Uh, but I think it's it's always good when you can go into a shop and you can physically hold stuff, 
physically see it, and also you can, you know, if you can physically see, but you know what I mean. Well, not break it, no. But if you can, if there's a tr- <laughs> if there's a track that you can run a car on, yeah. that's got to that's got to be a huge uh, incentive to then part with the pocket money. I'm not going to lie though. Uh, I looked very briefly at the track, and I spent way more time looking at the train set. Did you see the the train set that had one little shunter moving backwards and forwards? I just loved the detail. And suddenly I was thinking, well, I've come in here to buy a Polycar spare part, but maybe I could buy the Flying Scotsman <laughs> instead. Have you set seen, up a did, railway track. Did you see that the unpainted Flying Scotsman, I don't know what scale it was, I think double O, but uh, it was in the, they were showing off, and it was mostly made of metal and different kinds of metal. And it was, I think from memory, a shade under 600 quid holy cow so it was a lovely thing uh but you know the next time somebody says slot cars are expensive i'm going to go not as expensive as trains but yeah the the trains are quite expensive i mean Mm. i uh, after the tv program about hornby i did actually because they were talking about a tt scale and i thought well that's quite small i could have a little setup in the mad way that my Head runs away sometimes. Um, and then I saw the price of them. I thought, holy mother of, they're expensive things. So I'm not going to bitch about, uh, well, Will, um, the cost <laughs> of a, you know, a race of sideways or anything. But, I mean, woof. Anyhow. Well, yeah, yeah, it's getting there. Anyway. Mm. Right. So next time, thank you for the Next time we'll be looking to blur, 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 blur. Scott has Don't worry. I'll, <laughs> I'll edit that bit out. <laughs> I won't. Just add it at the end. You cruel, cruel man. Anyway, uh, (laughs) thanks for listening. Uh, We've had fun. We hope you have too. Uh, And if if you're at Orpington and you vaguely know what I look like, come and say hello. Um, I've only met a couple of people who are listeners, and it's quite a thrill for me, not for them, for me. (laughs) (laughs) So they say hello. Does that not suggest that we've only got those two in America? And apparently two that are going to go to Warpington. Well, that's, that's, I think that's, that's a our few audience. More. We're reasonably mm. big in Abergavenny. All I can we... tell you. The, the statistics tell us we're reasonably big in Abergavenny. But that's ra- we need to do. We need to do more on slot rallying. Shout Speaking out to the valleys. Which, you say that. And they've just an Abergavenny slot car club. I've just announced their rally uh, in the summer. Uh, so I'm that's. That's gone heavily penciled into the Brownlee diary. So. Oh, okay. We'll expect a race report. Right. Wind it up, Scott. If you've been listening, thank you very much. If you haven't, why not? Tell your friends, tell everybody, tell people you hate. It doesn't matter. Just tell them. We won't ask you to like and subscribe because this is in YouTube. Um, anyway, I'm not wabbiting on. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great time with your toy cars and we'll see you next time. Cheerio, Scott. <laughs>